Excited to be here tonight. I'm Mama Mac, and who are you anyway? Um, I think I'm Dr. Angel. Yeah, I can never remember. That's why I always have to I'm ask, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I should remember after six years of doing the show, almost. Almost, yes. Almost. Can you believe that? weeks. We, we've got to have another celebration when it gets yes. to that point. We always forget to celebrate. We always do. <laughs> and then like a week or two later, Tommy goes, didn't you have an anniversary? We go, yeah, 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 we did, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's his job as engineer to, to remind us, us to have a party. Right. Party. <laughs> pizza whatever right anyway we're glad to be here in the studio tonight as we always are thrilled to be here and we have had several like since april a lot of shows about covid in one way or another mm-hmm. and uh we're continuing on that tonight because of the spikes in so many of our states, especially in the southern part of the United States. We're in Clearwater, Florida. That's where we are. We're glad you're listening and joining us tonight on Go Yard. The show is all about hitting a home run in life. What does that mean to most people, Dr. Angel? They don't play baseball, but baseball's back. Baseball is back. Aren't we excited? Uh, some normalcy. Hey, I've been watching constantly. <laughs> Rays have won six out of their last seven. That's awesome. Is that, you don't even know that. I do not. I haven't. Six out of their last seven. That is great. Tommy probably doesn't even know that. <laughs> but no, huh? and neither one of you are. You are ill-informed. We are very ill-informed. So yes. I'm going to have to... Yeah, do something about that. Um, So hitting a home run in life is about not just existing, not just getting through, not just – it's about doing it well. It's about thriving. It's not just about surviving. It's about thriving. And, and, you know, it's hard for a lot of people to understand why we'd even want to do shows on thriving when we're going through this huge pandemic. I think it's more important now than ever before because of all of this extra stuff happening. I mean, we have, you know, this huge pandemic happening. We have, you know, hurricanes. Um, I was in the Carolinas over the weekend. They had an earthquake. Um, oh, yeah. Like there's hurricanes developing. Like there's so many things coming at us at one sure. time. An election year with a lot of, you know, so there's a lot of stuff a lot of happening. Stuff going on. Right. So with all that said, we want to really get into tonight. Pandemic fallout is what we're going to call it. Yes. Because there's a lot of fallout that's happening, and we want to address that because this show is a show about mental and emotional health. It's really not about your knees or your ankles or your back. It's about emotional and psychological health. Why? Why are we doing shows like that? Dr. Angel, who has a Ph.D. and a licensed mental health counselor. Well, first of all, because our emotional and mental health affect our overall physical health. It does indeed. It sure does. And so, and to be a healthy person, we have to have all of us healthy. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I really believe that our emotional and mental health really is the driving force to our overall health. Oh, I do too. I do too. Because so often people can be very depressed and then they start feeling terrible and they get worse and they get worse. Sure. And then right. you, and like you see people who get like these really horrific diagnoses, but they have this really positive, uplifting mental health and they get through it. They get and, through you know, it. So our, our mental and emotional health, really, it's the quality of our relationships, our outlook on what we're going through. It's, you know, it's how we experience our life. Exactly. And we we really want to stress tonight that this show is about helping your quality of life. Yes. And so you want to stay with us for this full hour. If you want to call in, you will be able to see on your screen right now, if you are on Facebook with us or if you are on YouTube Live with us, you will be able to see a call-in number, 727-441-3000. And we take calls. Tommy will answer the phone, patch it on to us with comments questions and uh, related to the topic that we're talking about that would be good 
Um, and so we've done all kinds of shows in five and a half, almost six years. We've covered almost every topic. But since April, since we've been going through this terrible tragedy in our country and around the globe, we have really concentrated more times than not on this COVID calamity. Well, absolutely, because it's the overwhelming experience that we all have in common right now. Right. And it's impacting us so differently. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a commercial the other day about getting out on the open road, and it one of the lines was that you can actually put on pants that are not sweats, yes. <laughs> you know, because our life has become so centered around being at home, you know. Sure, and, you know, not able to have um, those normal family vacations during the summer and not able to do like just things that we traditionally do meet our friend at the local coffee shop and sit down and have coffee together like a lot of them still aren't allowing they're still not allowing that i drove by steak and shake today on tampa road and they now have picnic tables sitting out front which i thought was fascinating interesting people are adapting you know, they're trying to. They're trying. I mean, I they're can't trying. imagine sitting outside in Florida weather right now. No, but, I can't either. No. Um, but true. still. But there, there, in other words, there are so many changes that have happened that we've had to adjust and know where our limits are as far as what we can and can't do and the masks that we need to be wearing. And we aren't wearing them right now here in the show, but we do wear them when we're out in public. And we encourage that. Absolutely, we encourage that. But then you, we're getting all these mixed messages too now. So like I've right. um, scrolled through some news stories over the last few days, and like one of the sheriffs in Florida, um, another county, decided that none of his deputies are allowed to wear masks. I saw that too, and I was like appalled. Seriously, it, are you it, kidding me? Exactly. But then there was another news article of a northern state that all of their um, I don't know if it's their Department of Health employees, but one of the government employees have to wear masks even on Zoom meetings. Now that's weird. <laughs> so, like, there's all it's this. It's the two extremes. That's what you're right. saying. And, yeah. then, and then we have, like, school districts, and, right. like, some are going back in person. Some have all kinds of different forms. Some are only going online, and it's causing all kinds of emotions, fears, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, difficulties. I mean, if right. you have young kids and your district is online only, well, I have my twin granddaughters, and then I have two grandsons, uh, middle school and um, yeah, middle school and elementary. And so the three younger kids are actually in school in, you know, FaceTime learning. I mean, in, in school, you know. But with the middle school guy, he is in school two days a week, and then he's home doing everything else the rest of the week. So there's hybrids of how all this is happening. That's in Indiana. And Indiana's had, they've got an uptick right now. It's not good. Sure. And, and, and then what does that do to the parents? So if you're this working parent that works exactly. your traditional hours, and now right. you have your kid you have to get back and forth but the other kids are having a different learning right. like that's that's a lot of pressure on families right it is it's a, it's a problem yeah it so sure is. and that's one thing we want to address because pandemic fallout is what this series i say series because you know we will not get through it all tonight because you know this is another wing at special do you want to tell our audiences what those hey, are they're getting it has nothing to do with press. chicken wings does it no, it does not. I wish it kind of did tonight, but no, it's fresh <laughs> off the press. We are right. just, we're talking about it. Just. We're just talking about it. So you being a PhD licensed mental health counselor, you're in private practice now and have been for over a year. You are busy, 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 but people can call you. Mm-hmm. And Tommy did a great commercial for you, which we're going to hear in the middle of the show here. But your phone number is 727-501-6557 if somebody wants to call and get an appointment or go to drangelsdevelopment.com, right? Yes. Okay, did I get that right? Did, did. did I do Good it the job. way you told me to do yes, it? Yes, you did. All right, there you go. So um, are you hearing anything about the pandemic in your sessions? I know you cannot tell us what happens in your sessions. <laughs> that is I'm the, just asking for a general theme. That, that is definitely a theme that has come up, and a lot of the fears, anxiety, depression, right. loneliness, like those have been theme Um, experiences for people all right let's just start tackling some of those okay and so people you may want to get a pen and paper because there will probably be some good suggestions of things you can do about some of these problems as we chat Um, let's talk about uh, anxiety 
Okay. What are people and and how do they know that they have anxiety? What's how is that showing? How's it how is it being demonstrated in their life? Well, it, anxiety can be demonstrated in lots of ways. So I, there's not this like one clear cut way everyone experiences it, but generally it's you know when we have that. Uh, Fear. We're feeling fear. Sure. We're worried, and we get stuck thinking about what's going to happen or how's right. that going to work. Or like we get in that forward thinking that things are going to be bad. That's right. usually our anxiety. Um, a lot of times, it disrupts our sleep. We're not sleeping. Um, we may be not eating. We might be overeating. Anxiety can cause us to do both of those things. Exactly. Um, definitely, we can be more uh, short-tempered, more angry. Uh, Difficulty just focusing, concentrating, remembering normal things. You're talking about some serious things here, life changes that are going on in a lot of people. We're not talking about a small sampling of the population, are we? No, we're not. Uh, it, it's it's the anxiety. I think rises when we see things of. This population, more people dying, you know, whatever. I saw something walking out the door. I just happened to catch it on TV. It was on for my dog, you know, <laughs> she was watching this before I left for the show. And it was due paying tribute to these high school kids who have died of COVID. Wow. And a couple of them. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, because so often people have we have this false sense of protection if we're younger than that older generation, like where you are, you know, right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly not. Uh, but but there is that false sense of, oh, I'll be OK, because I'm not that age. Right. Exactly. Or I'm not I don't have that set of problems in my physical body. But but like on these two people, I saw the memorials for they were healthy kids. I just saw it, just walking out wow. the door, and it was like it blew me away. One was a freshman in college. One had just graduated from high school. I mean, whoa! That's I get your attention. It sure does get your attention. I mean, and then you know, parents were seeing things like schools in Georgia went back to school already. Um, one of the areas now they have a thousand people in quarantine. Sure, like yeah. So like other areas that haven't started yet, that's starting to like. What, what if that happens do? here? And like the panic and the worry, that anxiety really grabs us. Anxiety has that 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 factor of panic. Yes. How does panic feel? It feels crushing. Okay. It literally feels like something's crushing you. It's like a lot of pressure on you okay. when you have that panic. A lot of people have physical symptoms like increased heartbeat, right? Sure. Increased heart rate, increased breathing. Uh, they definitely feel it in their stomach. So they might digestive have issues. all kinds of digestive issues. Um, and so we may feel it in more pain because we tense our muscles up more. So like right. headaches, backaches, uh, those types of things, we, we can feel anxiety in our body. So one of the best solutions for that is to watch more baseball. <laughs> it's to do relaxing things. You're oh, right. Oh, yeah. But but that's my point. But for me, since baseball started, uh, you've been working too many hours, but I managed to get a game in here and there. And I'll tell you what, three games on Saturday. I will tell you that. But anyway, I it helps helps me relax. It really does. I get my mind off of everything else, work and everything else, and just watch a ball game. Yes. And you know, but but here's some of the challenges too, is there's not a lot of those relief things around. No, like, there aren't. There's really not. Yeah. And so that makes it even more challenging for exactly. people to like, find Exactly. Like I those. haven't been back at my gym because of my age. Sure. I don't. I have a, a sibling that goes to the same gym and it doesn't bother her, but it does me. I, I feel like there's too many people. This gym is packed. Yeah. And, and I just, I, I even asked my doctor about it today. It was doctor, routine doctor appointment. And he goes, no, I would only go if there were, you were in a little confined cubicle. He said, if you're going to be out in that general population in a, in a, he said, I agree with you, I wouldn't go. And, and that's my, that's been my gut feeling, right. you know, that I just don't want to go in there with 75 other people in that big, huge place, you know. Sure. And I think some of us are having to adjust those things we really want to do, but we, our better judgment is going, mm, better not do that. Exactly. But some of those things we want to do are also things that can help us exactly. with our anxiety exactly. and our stress and everything going on. So you have to weigh those things. And, and again, part of that is the age factor. I'm not, you know, 
I'm not downplaying that because it is important. Yes. Yeah, I think you need to take that to heart. But other than that, um, okay, so this anxiety. And then we've got to find outlets for that stress, don't we? Yes. Yes, yes. Whether it be exercise, walking, reading a good book. When I read a good book, I've got to stack this high right now on my desk of, th- of books I want to read. And when I read a good book, I get in, I get in, in it. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. I'm into that, you know, so or Netflix takes you, or things you know, like that. Reading a book is a great thing because it, it takes us away from what we're thinking about. But it gives us, you know, a chance to kind of have a break from all that stuff going on around us. Yeah, it us. does. Yeah, it does. So anxiety, that's one of the big things going on right here from pandemic fallout. Do you want to explain the word fallout? Well, you know, when I when you said that word fallout, I kind of it made me think of a war, you know, and like the fallout is all what we have to deal with right now because of this pandemic, all the changes and differences and the way it interferes with our daily living. Exactly. And in a war, there are changes that happen. Sure. You sure. have to be very careful. A lot of times you have to stay indoors. Yes. You know, and here, you know, and I think here's the thing with this, too, is that, I mean, we've talked about this before. We kind of went in thinking this was going to be real temporary. Two months, two weeks. First, it was two weeks. Remember? I know. I do remember. <laughs> two weeks. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and now it's it's too long. It's like, what, four and a half months, almost five months that we've been dealing with this. And there's no end in sight. I think that's the critical thing right there. That whole concept, no end in sight, it is absolutely, that is just like overwhelming to a lot of people. That there's no, you can't see what's going to happen, any change. Exactly. And so, you know, and then, you know, there's all kinds of different predictions and nobody knows. And that's the thing. Nobody knows. So there's really no end in sight. And so it it gets overwhelming. So what does that do to our 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 psychological health, our mental health, our physical health, to think we're in the middle of something this serious, we haven't faced this country in over a hundred years, that we can't predict an outcome or where we're going to be three months from now. That's scary. It brings fear. Sure does. And, you know, and just think of all the things that we're losing in the process, too. I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot of grandparents who aren't seeing their grandkids for safety reasons. Um, There's a lot of people who are in um, facilities or can't see their loved ones. If you go to the hospital, you can't have any support people. Like that. I mean, I know a lot of people who are putting off medical things that are necessary because they don't want to do it by themselves. Right. So like that could be really negative for their physical health. My oldest grandson, Chase, got engaged a couple weeks ago to Tess, which we love. Family's so excited. And they have, they're have they having a big engagement party. The first weekend of September, he said, Nana, can you come? And I, I can't because I can't take the time away now to drive again, which I did early July. Uh, and I don't want to fly. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a good thing for me to do right now. You know? Sure. Which makes... So it's making like these big yes. milestone it's events. It's a milestone. I'd love to be there for their engagement party. It's going to be huge, you know? And it, right. And it's a loss for you. It's a loss for them. And so we're experiencing so many losses right now. We are. You know, you know, not really able to do birthday celebrations, holiday celebrations. Like, it's not what we've looked forward to. I mean, I, I know so many people look so forward to the holiday ce- celebrations, you know. And, and who knows, but we may not be having much of that either by December. Exactly. And not only because of the, what's going on with the pandemic and the dangers of the disease, but also the financial fallout that so many people are out Absolutely. of work, reduced schedules, uh, having to take reduced um, money for the same job if they want to have a job. Yes. Um, so some people who can't work because now they have this burden of how do I what do I do with my young kids and I can't work and. Just run the, the schooling at home like it's not possible for some people. Just the logistics yes. of navigating daily life from a year ago right now, let's say, or several months ago right now, when we kind of had a schedule, we knew where we were going to be, when, or what our life looked like, and it was predictable. It was fairly predictable, right. And we as humans we like predictability. Oh, we crave predictability. There's why? safety and predictability. Safety? That's there is. why? It's, it's a safetiness for us. And so there's that we can kind of like relax our systems. We don't have to be on this high re- alert because we kind of know what to expect. We can predict it. It has a cadence or an essence for us. And so it reduces our anxiety when we have that 
but we do not. So we're on this heightened alert all the time. It's like my iPhone. When I leave my house on Thursdays to come to radio, it knows where I'm coming. (laughs) And it says, it tells me, 25 minutes depending on the traffic to get there. And I'm like, my iPhone knows, but I can't know. The, my, right? I, I mean, it, it is, it's, it's strange. We're going to talk about loneliness in a few minutes. I want to wait till after our break okay. because I think this is a huge problem, a fallout problem. Mm-hmm. And we want to address that. So if you know somebody who needs to hear that discussion, uh, please give them a call and have them tune in. Um, I want to go back to the some of the symptoms of you know that you're having pandemic fallout when. Let's start that sentence. I know I'm in pandemic fallout when. When I'm feeling depressed. Okay. When I'm feeling anxious. Anxious. When I'm feeling lonely. Okay. When I am feeling extremely fearful. Like those are the th- when I'm having difficulties in my relationships. Um, those are some great big symptoms that we're having fallout on edge. On edge. There's so many of these short and, fused. Yes. And, and it's not that you're not going to have these things if you weren't in a pandemic right now. But the title of this series now is pandemic fallout. And we want to get in depth in some of these things tonight. We're just going to kind of broach these subjects except for loneliness. I want to talk more about that. Okay. But but the fallout is an ongoing problem. It is. We're not talking about something that we can just say, well, a week from now, this is all going to be over. So y'all just take a long nap, wake up, everything's going to be fine. It's not like that. No, it's not. And so, you know, and I think some people did kind of try to get through this by like shutting down, you know, let's hunker down, let's shut down, let's kind of ride out the wave. And this is one really long wave. And not that the protests were not warranted, because I believe uh, that this has been a racial awakening for our company, our company, our country, and probably for the world. But I think people piled out in the streets, maybe more so because they were so sick and tired of being cooped up at that point in June, July. Uh, Sure. You know, so I think that contributed to it, too. Not not to put any any damper on the cause, because I am all for the cause. But it's just that. I think there was a lot of risky behavior that happened, you know, at that time because people were fed up. So what we tend to do as humans is when we are made to do something, we rebel. We is do. Is that correct, Doctor? We absolutely want to rebel because we're yeah. sick and tired of we need we need that predictability back. So right. we, we have to kind of like we're fighting that system. I, I think we believe that if we rebel, we're taking back our power over what's going on, even though we really have no power of what's going on. But isn't that a big part of this frustration right now? We have lost control yeah. over our predictability in our daily lives. And we are not happy about this and we are frustrated which i want to talk about frustration too because that's a big part of this pandemic fallout what song are we doing tonight i hope you dance i hope you dance why did yes. you pick that song you'll 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 get it because you, you want to go dancing no, no? What? 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 it's a good uplifting it's song. a good uplifting song tommy let's go Wonder. Get your fill to eat the 
entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Dr. Angel Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas, including trauma, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, stress management, self-esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees, including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a PhD in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14 plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ-specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at drangelsdevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tantalk Radio Network. song. I told you you'd understand when I you heard do. it. I do. I like that song a lot. It's about perspective. It is about perspective. We are in a new series called Pandemic Fallout, and we're glad you're joining us tonight. Uh, we are on Facebook Live right now on your page. Yes, and yours. And mine. Okay. Um, and you can find us there, or you can go to YouTube.com and go to Tantalk Radio slash live, and you'll see us on YouTube right now also. And uh, these shows are on podcast after we're done a few minutes later, after Tommy, our engineer, puts it up on podcast. To listen again, go to TantalkNetwork.com and uh, go to uh, podcasts and then go to Go Yard, name of this show. That's how you find them. Also, our website, which is GoYard2014.org. Uh, we don't have this series, these new series up on that yet. That's a goal. It's on a, it's on a to-do list I have on my desk. But anyway, uh, so Dr. Angel, we're talking about pandemic fallout. One of the things that happens, I think, and because I keep hearing it from people, is that they cry quite frequently and quite often and more frequently than normal. Sure. About kind of anything. Yeah, they can um, be more emotional and crying. Oh, my gosh, I forgot to get milk at the grocery. So, yeah, so true story. So in, in my practice, so I have tissues, you know, and therapy when people well, cry. Well, you, you buy them by the carton, don't you? Well, you know, it's funny because I was only going through like about a box, maybe a month and a half. I have, I usually go through a box like every two or three days now. Yeah. Yeah. I literally have stacks and stacks at yeah. home, like of tissues. Right. So, yes, definitely a lot more. And, heavy and it's emotion. a safe place. Your it office is, and is a beautiful no shame place. In that, and and there's not no what shame in crying at all. And sometimes no, no, no. I think it's a good outlet. It absolutely is a good outlet. But there's that but need. But it's when we walk in and see you, the therapist, sitting there crying, which is the problem, right? <laughs> we just need for you to kind of keep it together. So you True can, story. No, right, um, no. teasing. Uh, but no, but that just kind of just shows like this emotional yes. stuff that we've been stuffing it's stuffed, down. It's all compact in there, yes. right? And it's just this frustration. We used that word a few minutes ago, but I think it applies here. Frustration with life having changed this drastically and and then I go back to the point without an end in sight. True. Right? Without an end in sight. And um, 
you know, some people say, well, we're going to have a vaccine soon. Not, not necessarily. And it's very complicated anyway, what that is all going to, how that's going to unroll when it does unravel, you know. But anyway, so go ahead to your point. So, yeah. So I think there, well, there's a lot of us walking around and just stuffed emotions, overwhelmed. We're trying to, like, push it through and kind of push through as best we can. And right. we keep hitting obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. Like, it gets overwhelming. And so... Yes, feeling those really strong emotions like is part of feeling that fallout from what's going on. And even if you have people in your life that you see every couple days, there are still a lot of people, because I'm hearing it from people, who feel very lonely right now. Yes. Do you want to address that, Dr. Angel? So there's a lot, yes, there's a lot of uh, feelings of loneliness from, um, it's happening more and more and i think it's happening well a some of it's the logistics of the pandemic like you're a high risk group and so you can't be around other people because you don't want to take that chance and so they've been in this isolation bubble for months and months and months and months right um feeling lonely when you can't reach out to your loved ones who are maybe living in a facility or um, need medical care so there's that loneliness that happens when those are pretty big things um feeling lonely because our kids maybe can't have their play dates and or friends or normal like there's that lack of that normalcy we can't do the things we were doing before and we can't necessarily go to some of the same places that we used to frequent um as coming to the station uh, i past different restaurants that I like to go to and even some that have patios dining and I passed by about 10 after 5 tonight when anybody sitting out yeah. there you so know, i mean business owners are affected but i think there's also people who are going you know i'm just going to stay home so just it, it leads that to that loneliness and i'm alone i'm depressed i'm alone go ahead i know what a lot of people i think i mean feel like they are kind of going through it by themselves. Right. For sure. I mean, and even if you do have that friend or support person that you can go get together with, there's nowhere really for you to get together and do something. Like, I mean... Can't go to movies anymore. Can't really go to movies. It's hard to go out to eat, and it you know that can have all kinds of logistics. Um, shopping, like I went shopping with a friend. We couldn't even go in the store at the same time because we were the cutoff right between us of how many people could go in. Like, oh my gosh, that was we didn't go to really shop. We went to kind of have Just fun and look at stuff and together. Have fun, you, right. you really can't do that anymore. Right. And so, and then if you know we're going with masks and and. The masks are necessary. I they get are. it, but they are, they are so uncomfortable. They are, oh. and it's, Florida's like feels hot. so hot. We and are hot anyway. Yeah, it's like, is this even worth all the trouble? Like right. that leads to the loneliness. But that does lead to the loneliness. So a lot of people are going, I'll just stay home. It's yeah. easier. But then you're home. You're on your chair. You're watching Netflix, or you're by yourself, or you don't know who to call, and and everybody's busy, or you know whatever. And I think this is affecting a lot of people. And how does loneliness play out? in our emotions besides that tendency to cry oh it plays out in a lot of ways a depression really comes with loneliness i mean when we we are wired to connect with other people we are and like that is a primary need that we have emotionally and when we don't have that connection that quality connection like social media is not connecting that's not quality connection it's it's really not we need the face-to-face that's what releases the dopamine in our brain that helps to protect us and make us feel connected it does my little miniature dachshund macklin this morning when i came back from appointment she she just seemed bored and i said come on let's go for a walk and she likes to do this we come out of our driveway and head down our street she likes to bark at each house because they usually, they're either in the yard, people are in the yard, or they come out and they greet her, right? She likes that social interaction. Mm-hmm. So she announced herself all the way down to the street. Nobody was in their yard today. And so then she gets quiet because she's already announced her presence and no one's there. <laughs> but but my point of all that is she wants that somebody to kneel down pat her she's a dog she wants connection she wants a connection with the guys down the street the women that that come out usually and tell her how cute she is and all that stuff so she announces herself from the end of the driveway on down the street and it was comical but it was like i get it yeah i get it yeah and i feel sad 
for our nation, our globe, what we have gone through, and this nation being the hardest hit with most deaths, more deaths than any other nation now. Um, I heard this morning uh, 1,500 deaths yesterday plus 1,500 plus across the nation. Deaths yesterday. Florida yesterday, 200 plus. That's huge. Yeah. So a lot of people dying. And then so, okay, so then we have all this loss there. Yes. But then we can't really have those celebrations of life or those passing away rituals. Oh, yeah, people rituals. passed away and you can't even have funerals, yes. So, like, there's so many yeah. things that, like, it, it's so foreign to us that there's, like, all those things that we use to get through difficulties is we're not able to do. And for people who have lost someone, not necessarily even from COVID, maybe just, just a parent anything. or You're anything, still... uh, the fact that you can't have a celebration of life where people come and re- and put their arms around you and tell you they're sorry, a hug, uh, sorry for your loss, and and ask you how you know all, all of that and bring stuff. up the good memories and help yes. help you heal through that loss, oh, my... like. That's such an important part of the healing process. It and is. We're not getting those We're not getting things. that. Uh, three and a half years ago, my brother-in-law died of a long battle with cancer, and um, the funeral was packed. I mean, out the door, like almost 200 people, and all of that. And if that would have happened now, I can't imagine how hard it would have been. So much harder on my sister and the kids. Sure. You know, for but then there were people around supporting her and, you know, bringing food and being a part. And so that makes this time even harder. The loneliness is compounded, I think, because even like church, you know, we keep church to 10 or 12 people. We are trying our best to keep everything very according to the rules, you know, do as much sure. as we and can. So like, and careful. there you go. It's another support place for people right. to help them with their fears, their anxiety, their loneliness, their depression, to, to find hope. And right. like, so what's happening is, is we're not able to see that hope. Hopelessness. That, I that had we're going to get through, down. that things we will get better, that we're love, that. that we're, you know, all these things that are so important to our emotional and mental health, it, it, it's more challenging well, for us. Well, hope says, correct me if I'm wrong, there something's coming. Something, good. right, something good is coming. Something good is coming. And so when we lose hope that we're going to get out of this anytime soon, and back to quote unquote normal, whatever that is or whatever that will look like. And when that hopelessness begins to take over us, I think that the loneliness is compounded. Oh, absolutely. Because there, that hope is so powerful in getting us through difficult times. And so you really do feel like you're in this by yourself. You don't have support. People aren't there to help you or hear you. And and I hear a lot of people feeling guilty about talking about their feelings of what's going on right now. Really? Because everybody they know is also having bad time with it all. So, like, you know, I've had so many people like, I don't want to talk to my friend about this because I know their difficulties is just as big as mine and I don't want to burden them. Right. And so we just stuff it because where are we going with it? Which tends to cause people to cry more, to be emotional yes. more, to feel more depressed, alone, the loneliness. Sure, and, and you know, when we start losing perspective, and I can't tell you the number of people that, especially people who've isolated the entire time, like their worlds have just tunneled in to almost like, just there's nothing so small, so small. And that's dangerous. That's a very dangerous place to be. So go back to the point of why do we need people in our lives? And by the way, before you answer that, do you know that the adoptions on dogs are like crazy, right? No, I did not know oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't hardly find a dog. You just got one this week, yes. right? And I just got two new grand dogs in the last three or four weeks. Uh, but it's it's like they are in demand now because people need companionship. They sure do, and especially people cats who, too. Probably I don't yeah, know, pets. but I don't know that much about cats. Well, and, be, and snakes, especially those I don't know people, snakes. frogs. Oh I don't know. Gosh. I don't know. Could be butterflies. <laughs> I really don't know what people are doing, but I do do know about dogs. Yes, they are. Okay, uh, I mean I understand that because especially people who live alone, like there is no social interaction. Like, right. No well, I gotta say, I, you know, my little Macklin, she's she's a joy. She really sure. is. You know, 
She sure. keeps me company. She watches. She watches baseball. If I fall asleep, she wakes me up. Come on, gotta hit. Well, things you know, like and that. that. And the things too is that they make you laugh. They, they make do. you smile. When you're with <laughs> yes. a pet, yeah. you're in this moment. You're not <laughs> you worried are. about. You know, can I pay rent this month or blah, blah, blah. You're like just in this moment for the few seconds you're, you know, coddling or cuddling and your little And your pet. little dog is just absolutely precious. And, you know, and he gets his little self into trouble. But it's so cute that, like, it oh just can't help put a smile on your face. A and no matter shih tzu. how bad your day is, like, it just it makes it a little bit okay. So in this thing that we're in here, this pandemic, there is fallout, but I do believe that people are having to be a little more creative and how they um, get along, how, how they amplify their their world. Right. And so it's all about perspective. You know, right. I don't want to go off the air without just talking because the perspective we take getting through this is what's getting going to get us through this. It is. And so we have to stop taking this like long range perspective because it's not available to us right now. We have to just take each moment for what it has. I like that. You know, and find the joy of this moment. Find the good in this moment. You know, and we don't, that means, that doesn't mean we're ignoring the things that we have or obligations. It just means we're not focusing so far ahead. We're focusing right here and now. Okay, I like that whole concept of of that living in that moment, living living yeah. in the short term. Yes. Now, how that can help somebody that's battling loneliness is, and I know the problem with what I'm about to say is somebody's going to say, but you don't know how hard that is, is to reach out to someone else. Oh, my goodness. Yes. But I hear the argument, well, I don't feel like it. Well, you know, and here, and I have to say this many, 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 many times in the counselor room, and especially lately, we sometimes, we have to do things when we don't feel like doing it. That's what pushing through does for us. Like, I mean, how many people, I mean, I'm sure there are some people that wake up and go, yay, I get to go to work today, right? Like most of us are just like, oh gosh, the clock went off and I get to go, I have to go to work. We don't want to do it, but we know we need to do it. We have bills to pay and things go on. Right. Sometimes we have to do things we don't feel like doing. And when you're lonely, reaching out. It's huge. You need to do it. And, you know, and if you don't have people in your immediate circle, there are so many different. um, The Internet's full of all kinds of like Facebook, especially little social groups. Like, you know, if you're into whatever, you can find a group of people that are into what you're into and like start connecting with those people. Um, There's lots of uh, support doing Zoom type conference uh, meetings for socialization, for support, for help, for loneliness. Like clip into those. And and Zoom is a good way because so is FaceTime with iPhones because you can see each other, right? Mm-hmm. So that really is a good way to do it. Uh how what do you say to the person who goes, "I don't feel like doing that." Well, I can't, he, you can't make me. No. But you're not going to get better. It's just like you go to the doctor and you have an infection and he's like, "Okay, take this antibiotic and it'll make you better." And you're like, "I don't feel like taking it." And then you well, why do I still have the infection? You got to do something to help yourself. You have to do what you can do. And what you can do is reach out. Okay, so is loneliness, I'm asking you professionally okay. now, is loneliness connected to depression pretty Absolutely. pretty strongly? They're very tied. Okay, so explain that. Sure. So, well, first of all, when we are lonely, like we aren't feeling connected. We aren't feeling like people are there for us. We aren't feeling like we matter, like we're needed or we, you know, we're just isolated and isolation is depression isolates us. That's what it does to us. Well, I think that's huge. I want you to talk about that and uh, we'll talk more about all this next week, but depression, isolation, um, What's wrong with isolation? Because, I mean, when it comes to health, they're saying, okay, stay home, stay out of crowds, all those kinds of things, right? Wear a mask, etc. But there is a point where isolation is not good for you. Uh, I, well, so here's the thing, and I know I said it way back when we were um, talking about COVID, probably back in like April or May. I don't like the term physical, I don't like the term social distance. Because social oh, distance yeah. implies we're not connecting to people. We're distancing socially. What I would rather see, it's it's physical distance, socially connected. Yeah, that's so good. So we need to be socially connected, and we can do that physically distant. Yeah. Does that make sense how I yeah. said that? Okay. Because I hate that term, because we need to be connected more now than we've ever needed to be connected in our and lives. And isn't that a great antidote for loneliness? It sure is. It's connection. 
It sure is. And so when we are isolated, I mean, we don't we don't have desire for things we once had desire for. We chocolate are, doesn't taste as good. No, nothing does. Like literally, our um, we don't we're not hitting our pleasure centers of our brain, so we're right. not experiencing things as pleasant. Like so, all of our emotions are negative and down and sad and right. That's not. We, we the longer you stay in that the deeper it's like quicksand that's what yeah. I tell a lot of my patients when we get in depression like that it, it starts sucking us down like quicksand and so we got to get out of that pandemic fallout Dr. Angel there is fallout here and so when there is fallout there's got to be some way to tackle it and that's what we're talking about right absolutely um I'm a realtor, so I've seen homes that had black mold, mm-hmm. okay? And I would not, I'd say to the seller, let's say I'm taking a tour, we're going to list the house and go, whoa, we got to deal with that right now before you try to sell the house. Mm-hmm. Well, it hadn't bothered us. Well, you don't know that it isn't. Right. Okay? You can't see what black mold is doing to your lungs, right? Um, you do have to do something about it for your own well-being. I've mm-hmm. had people see people argue with me. I, nah, it's no big deal. I'll do, uh, spray it with coal. I've, I spray it with Clorox. Really? Well, what happens to it? Comes right back. <laughs> okay, so I just use black mold as an example of it. It will continue to stay. It'll get worse if we don't mitigate it. We don't do something about it. And that's it. That's that quicksand sucking us down. And so. That means we have to do things even if we're not feeling like doing right. it. Yeah, I've had sellers say, well, I don't want to deal with that. I'm going to have to get somebody here, and they're going to have to mark off this part of the house. And Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you are. Okay, because the greater good is you want to sell your house, but you cannot sell a defective product. Sure. Well, with things like we've been talking about today, loneliness, depression, anxiety, that those are defects right now that are going on on the inside of us that need to be addressed. But they we can't do, just right. be left alone. It, They're going to get worse. That's my point. Act, tell me if I'm right or wrong. I don't have your degree, but no, you're you're exactly I do have right. Experience. We can't just ignore it and think it's going to magically get better or go away because it's not. It won't. We have way too many stressors on the outside of us that continually change and increase their intensity on us, depending on your personal life situation and support and what's going on around you. Everyone's experience is very unique. Right. So this is the time to try some new things. Yes. Right? Very much so. Uh, It's a great time, you know, to learn to crochet. Learn some new hobbies or crafts. You know, it's funny, but it, it, it really is. And um, whatever it is, I mean, that boredom. I mean, I know there's a lot of people. I've heard so many people tell me that they're bored. And I just want to be, I wish I could be bored for like two days. But um, but there, it's serious. When you're bored, it, oh, it feels it like the clock takes an hour for five minutes. And like, it just, the day drags. And it's so, it's a miserable feeling. It and is. so filling our time with things that we can do to help ourselves for creativity or you know planning out our day so many people have these days that have no plan have no plan uh i mentioned earlier a few weeks back that uh, my kids instead of going on a vacation for spring break they built this wonderful tree house and monkey bars and zip line thing in the yard and whatever so i was on phone a couple days ago and they said let's go on facetime and show you what we did sunday as a family so older kids little kids everybody they built six wooden adirondack chairs (laughs) and you would not believe how beautiful they are wow i mean seriously with and my son is there you know with the planer and all the stuff cutting the wood and then this the well they have five sons so everybody had a project and they were putting them together and they're beautiful, and they're going around the campsite or the fire pit that they built. They all built together. The memories they are creating, these six Adirondacks, actually, they built eight, and Chase and his girlfriend took two. So they built eight chairs on Sunday. I mean, wow. That's now you say, whoa, that's very ambitious. Well, it took planning, it took having sure. the lumber ready, but it gave them something to do. They will have those memories forever of building eight Adirondack chairs in one day. 
and that's that's just it. We have to be willing to do the things yeah. when we don't feel like it. We have to be able to stay in the moment and not let that future, not let it get away on us because that's where the anxiety, that's where the worry, that's where the fear is all located. And so we have to take breaks from it. We have to. And it, we have to take charge of our own mental health, right? Yes. And our own physical health. Right, because they're very connected and they so um, vice versa like you know when we have a lot of physical issues it affects our mental health and a lot of mental you know when we're having a lot of mental health struggles it's affecting our physical health it's very interconnected we'd like to invite you to join the series um, you can send an email to goyard2014 at gmail.com you can send a text uh, to me or to Dr. Angel, you can go on her website and send a text or whatever. Questions or topics you'd like to hear, hear discussed right now during this pandemic fallout. You may have a specific problem that you want to present and say, tell me how to handle this during this. That's what we, we'd like to hear from you. So the easiest way really is to go, uh, email goyard2014 at gmail.com and send us your comments so that we can tackle the things you really want to hear us tackle in the next few weeks. Pandemic fallout. Final comments, Dr. Angel. Final comment is that we got we need to take our power back over the things we can take our power back. And our mental health is one of those things we can do something about today. We, we do need to do that. And we can. And we've given you a lot of suggestions. This show will be back up on podcast within the hour. Tommy is amazing. Go to TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcast tab. And go down and hit the little internet uh, blue uh, thing. And it will open all the shows on this on this sh- on this radio station go yards the name of this one our sunday show is living the good life so you can actually hear some shows there if you'd like to hear that three o'clock on sunday afternoons that one's all about god and helping you spiritually navigate life right yes so that you're welcome to check us out there and who are you this is dr angel oh yeah i always forget who you are mama mac and dr angel and this is go yard and we hope to hear from you and see you next week join our show god bless you good night WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.